Hey there, it's Pastor T with another Daily Psalmanac, where I hope to help you grow in the practice of prayer through a deepening relationship with the prayer book of the Bible, the Psalms. And today we are reading, reflecting upon, and praying back to the Lord, Psalm 65. I invite you to follow along at home or to listen as I read. Praise is due to you, O God, in Zion, and to you shall vows be performed. O you who hears prayer, to you shall all flesh come. When iniquities prevail against me, you atone for our transgressions. Blessed is the one you choose and bring near to dwell in your courts. We shall be satisfied with the goodness of your house, the holiness of your temple. By awesome deeds you answer us with righteousness, O God of our salvation, the hope of all the ends of the earth and of the farthest seas, the one who by his strength established the mountains, being girded with might, who stills the roaring of the seas, the roaring of their waves, the tumult of the peoples, so that those who dwell at the ends of the earth are in awe at your signs, you make the going out of the morning and the evening to shout for joy. You visit the earth and water it. You greatly enrich it. The river of God is full of water. You provide their grain, for so you have prepared it. You water its furrows abundantly, settling its ridges, softening it with showers, and blessing its growth. You crown the year with your bounty. Your wagon tracks overflow with abundance. The pastures of the wilderness overflow. The hills gird themselves with joy. The meadows clothe themselves with flocks. The valleys deck themselves with grain. They shout and sing together for joy. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Psalm 65 turns, as so many of the psalms turn, toward a delight in creation recognizing God's revelation and his work in the created world, and not just adoring it for its own sake and saying, wow, isn't that a pretty scene? It looks like a postcard out there, but recognizing that it's a kind of icon. It's a conduit for recognizing the blessing and the grace of God. So that when the psalmist looks out on the landscape, he doesn't just see a pretty picture. He sees the pastures of the wilderness overflowing, the hills girding themselves with joy. Creation itself is summoned in to the praise of God. We'll hear this later on in, in the Psalms of the trees clapping their hands as it were, because all creation made by God is good and ultimately is going to join in praising him and giving thanks to him. We ought to have such eyes on the world that when we look out on the world, when we see the beauties of creation, whether it be the, um, the turning leaves in fall, whether it be a glorious sunset, whether it be that smell of the dew or after a, a good rain, whatever it might be, even just on a, a normal, clear blue sky day, to give thanks to God for these token reminders of his great goodness and indeed these, these emblems of his love which are poured forth for us each and every day. Don't just look at it and say, oh, look at the environment, that ugly word that gets used so often nowadays. It's not an environment, something that just happens to be around us. It's a creation. It's a, a beloved workmanship of the great creator, of God the Father, who has made this through his son Jesus and given it to you and me to care for, to delight in, and ultimately to have it point us back to him. Let us pray. Gracious God, we give you thanks for the glory of your creation, for the joy of living in this world. And we look forward, Lord, to the day when you will restore, renew, and recreate all, three, all things at the return of your son, Jesus. Meanwhile, Lord, 
Give us eyes to see and hearts to believe that you are the one who has made all things and to constantly give thanks to you for these good gifts. We bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. And now may you today have eyes to see the goodness of God revealed in all creation. Go in his peace.